Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jay Helms, and I'm the founder of this podcast and movement known as the W2 Capitalist. Um, Got to be honest with you, this is the first time I've recorded this intro without my headphones in, and it, it feels a little weird. So give me one second. Um, I don't know. That was weird. Hey, so today I have the honor and privilege to introduce you to a new mentor, or excuse me, mentee of mine as Ben from Tennessee. Uh, he is his W2 job. He's a physical therapist, so he's a PT guy. One thing you'll probably hear me mention from time to time, he has a, he's, uh, we've done a couple of sessions now. Uh, first one was just the intro, make sure we like each other. Uh, but so this is the first actual session I'm going to introduce to y'all. And he's got a little uh, skeleton in the back. Well, it's not a little. It's a full-blown skeleton hanging in the background uh, named Flex. So you may hear me mention him from time to time. But Ben and his wife are in Tennessee. His wife's going back to school to be a, to a nurse practitioner. They recently moved to Mur Murfreesboro, uh, Tennessee. He came from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, and he's looking to invest more in Alabama because that's a market he's familiar with. Uh, one thing about Ben is he's interested in Section 8, uh, which is something I have very few tenants on. Um, so we'll, we'll get to talking about that. But in today's episode, hang on, let me back up, give you a little bit more of Ben's history. So he's actually um, one-thirds on a property with his father and brother-in-law, which is really cool, I think. It may make the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day uh, mills interesting, but I think it's awesome. So we'll get into that a little bit, but in today's episode, uh, Ben comes with multiple, multiple questions about books to read. Uh, and I promise that I set him up to ask about the mastermind. I try not to be do too many shameless pugs on the mastermind group, but we get to talking about that. Uh, but, uh, we dive into, he's creating an LLC for a partner. They're finding some deals. He has been focused on turnkey, uh, which I think he's going to be starting getting out uh, out of a little bit and, and focusing on the burn method. Uh, and we talk about an exit strategy for each and individual property and using a HELOC. So uh, I'm kind of jumping around this morning. I haven't had my morning coffee. By the way, I'm still looking for that uh, coffee sponsor for the show. So if you know anybody, hook me up. Have them email me at jhelmsrei.com. But for now, let's get to work. capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W-2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. Sir, how are you? How are you doing? Good. Long time uh, it's it's. I hate saying it's Friday. Uh, I just hate saying that because it makes me feel like I haven't done enough for the week, or or um, I hate my job and I don't. So <laughs> there you go. You ever listen to Gary V? He always talks about that. Uh, I. I have to take Gary V's just like Grant for me. I have to take him and take a little break. Yeah. His, his voice is so annoying to me. And I know that's, <laughs> really is. I agree. I, 
I, and it's so that's so petty for what he does. I mean, he's obviously extremely wealthy, has a huge following, but I can't take his voice. I'm like, are you are you giving me the late night DJ voice here? And and do you just have somebody following you around with a video camera every day, all the time? I don't know. He does for sure. He does. Yeah. He has to. He has so. He's many. got the money for it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, there's parts. Some of his advice I like. Um, yeah. If I was right out of college, I'd probably be absorbing the shit out of it. But I don't know. Find his like everything, <laughs> taking the grain of salt. But he always—I mean, I've always heard him say, you know, don't hate the weekend. Yeah, exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, work, work. You shouldn't hate your job that much to be ready for the weekend. But I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's Friday too. That could be awesome. <laughs> yeah, so. You look a little sleepy this morning. Yeah, man. I uh, I set my alarm a little bit further back this morning. Now that I knew how to make this calendar thing work, and I had yeah. all my stuff written up. So, um, I guess should I just jump right, right into it? Let's do it. Let's jump into it. All right. So I'll start off with like the more easy stuff right now, and then I've got some like really uh, thick questions towards the end. Okay. Um. So I've been crushing some books. This is a random question. Any yeah. books that you recommend for someone who's I wouldn't call myself like a novice investor, but definitely not an expert. I mean, got two properties and pretty good little system in place, right? Yeah. I've read yeah. past two months, rental property investing by Brandon Turner. I'm looking at them right now. Rich Dad Cash Flow Quadrant, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, the first one, then, then Cash Flow Quadrant, uh, Millionaire Next Door, Babylon, Richest Man in Babylon. And I'm starting Gary Keller's uh, Millionaire Real Estate Investor right now. So I'm like okay. halfway through that one. Any other advice or uh, books that you would recommend? Yeah, so I try to um, I try to read one to two books a month. So yeah. I've got what I and what I do at the end of the year is I'll publish. Okay, here's the books I think you should read next next year, right? Um, so and, and when I say one or two books a month, these are not novels by any means. They're they're usually all business related, real estate related. I find myself gravitating toward business related books, mm -hmm. not so much the real estate investing side. Um, yeah. But I've got a list of. Um, I would love business books too. Cause I mean, obviously yeah. my goal is to scale up and I know with business, a little dabble in there. I'm not illiterate in that world, but I would love that stuff too. So um, one thing that, we use in the mastermind or kind of kick off the mastermind or we're starting to, we used it as, as pretty heavy, but it kind of got stagnant uh, as far as the meetings were going. So we've changed up the meetings a little bit, but to kick off like somebody coming into the mastermind, uh, it's a book called the 12 week year by Brian Moran. Okay. It just helps you focus it. You know, I think the subtitle of, of it is um, get more done in 12 weeks than most people do in a year. And it really does help you get laser focused. Okay. Right? Um, so I would definitely recommend that one. And then I'm just looking at my bookshelf over here. Uh, be Obsessed or Be Average by Grant Cardone. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you I a, didn't think you liked that guy. No, I, I like him. I just need to take breaks from him because it, it, I guess uh, it. just listening to him consumes a lot of energy <laughs> for me. I don't yeah. know why, but. Yeah. It kind of frustrates me too with this whole like if it's not more than five doors, you're wasting your time. And I'm like, well, man, some people just need to get started and scale up, you know? Yeah, you also got to realize, like you said, take it with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. Think about the products that he sells or he tries to get you in to invest in. 
Oh yeah. I mean, it's, so he's, he's, he's true to his message, right? Yeah. As far as he's, he's very, I would say that he's very deliberate in saying that because yeah. he wants to eliminate that from people's mindset and say, Hey, come invest with me. Don't worry about those five, 15 units, you know, five to 15 units. Yeah. But, um, also, uh, the go giver, <clears throat> the go giver, the go giver. Yes. <laughs> uh, highly recommend that one. Uh, that's one that I'm, I read, uh, once a year just as a, as a quick or listen to. Who's that by? That is by, how do I not know this? That's uh, all right. Don't worry oh. about it. I can Google it. Yeah. But, uh, those are a few to start you off and then I'll, I'll send you some links. Um, cool. uh, well, actually all of these are on, I don't, I, I tend to stay away from shameless plugs, but you asked. So all of these are on, uh, helms, slash read. There's probably, I don't know, 30, 40 books there. Got it. That I highly recommend. Um, okay. one you probably don't hear a whole lot about. I'm just looking at this is the, the behavior gap by Carl Richards. That one really set home with me as well. Okay, cool. Nice. So, and we're going to talk in a couple more weeks. I expect you to have them all read one, par- all right. one paragraph summary. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best. I'm the, uh, I'm the obsessive compulsive guy. It takes me much longer for people uh, than most people to read books. I feel like some like half like highlighting oh, okay. everything in there. You know what I mean? I'm like yeah. underlined starring, like jotting notes and like, yes. it'd be like five minutes. I'm on two pages. So. Yeah. No, I, I'm the, I'm, I don't do that as much. I'm just a slow reader. I am too. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, it's funny. My, uh, I was talking to uh, another guy I'm mentoring yesterday and I told him the story. So, um, my son, we, he called me out on that, not to my face, but he told my wife, cause we both read to him some at night. You know, I've got my book that I read with him, uh, some Jocko Willings, got some kid books, uh, that are out there and, uh, I'll read those to him. And then my wife will read, uh, just, you know, normal kids books, whatever. And, uh, he told her the other night that she was a much uh, better reader than I am. And I'm slow. I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> It's That's fair, hilarious. man, but it's, it's yeah. hard to take that kind of uh, criticism for somebody who can't read, you know, like, <laughs> and he's poor. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. What that's funny. Got, All right. So next thing, this is getting uh, a little bit more. Um, so we're looking at, I uh, just started a process filing LLC with my other business partner, and um, we're trying to get line of credit right now because we've got a really interesting situation um i've got a guy who's boots on the ground he's really he's who i bought our first property with with my father-in-law it was a turnkey property um he's a great friend he's a good guy trust him 100 and uh he's i don't know why he's doing it other than i think he needs the capital and um, he's not wanting his money tied up for so long, but he's basically going to be boots on the ground for us. He's going to charge us a premium for finding the, the house, right? Cause he's okay. spent like $4,000 a month on advertising dollars. Um, he's going to get us the house. Then we're going to pay another premium to, to use his crew to do the flip. So basically we're going to do a semi burr, but with a premium on the, the location or the finder's fee and then the flip. 
And then here's where I'm getting to. It's a section eight house. And that's kind of my, that's kind of my game right now. Like I said, I've done, done one of those houses, with my father-in-law, brother-in-law, and I was the one who did literally everything. My father-in-law, brother-in-law, no offense to them. One lives in South Carolina, the other in Atlanta. They had the funds. I had the, the connections, the knowledge, the boots on the ground. I did everything with screening the tenant, filing for section eight, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, so where I'm getting at is we're going to try, we bought that cash. Now I'm trying to figure out doing the burr and, and refinancing. I've heard and I've read a lot that a, like a $70,000 home, like this is not going to be a nice home, 60, 70, maybe $80,000 home all said and done. How banks are less likely to refinance on something like that. Is that true? I've been told by people that this might be a little roadblock um, from other of my investor friends up in Baltimore, et cetera, yeah. um, saying that this could be an issue for you. Just start early in that process and see what the banks will do. And uh, Any advice in that area is what I was going to ask you about. Yeah, most banks uh, are not interested in, in making a loan less than $50,000. Yeah. So if you're, you know, if you think the ARV of, of it's 70 and, you know, you've, you've got to have that 20% down or, you know, 20% equity or not equity LTV, right. For them to refinance, you're, you're looking at not a whole lot of money. You can come out of that, right. If you, if you use that 50,000, uh, as your floor, right. So, yeah. um, I, I think it's a great question to ask. Um, and to find out early if that's your exit strategy or game plan, because mm -hmm. I think you are, I haven't done that yet. Um, but I think you are going to run into some, some roadblocks there. That's not going to make it worthwhile, you know? So, um, it, let me ask you this though. Let me, let me back up and make sure I understand something correctly. <clears throat> Help me understand the, uh, all right. So let me back up even further. You're in Tennessee. Right. Yep. And we're, and you're talking about boots on the ground in Birmingham, which is where yep. you spend a good, good bit of time. Um, the $4,000 a month in advertising from your guy on the boots on the ground, is that for you specifically or is no, that? He, he's like I said, he does his own tur turnkey stuff. Okay. He, he, he's got his own business. He's just a great friend and okay. someone who's just a good connection. Okay. Um, a lot of my contacts for like, I have a, page full of my binder of plumbing, HVAC, electrician. Like I've got eight, I mean, eight of each section from him specifically. So um, he's just helping me out and he's taking me on rides in areas of Birmingham that I never would have thought of investing in and yeah. showing me little pockets here and there. So yeah. um, no, it's not my money. It's just his money. So his mindset, which I get was I'm spending all this money on advertising. If I find you a house, instead of me and my business partner, I'm going to have to charge you a premium for that. What does what does he mean by premium? Put it in dollar figures. Uh, I don't know a number. We haven't honestly, we haven't gotten that far, um, okay. and I'm not super worried about it. But I mean, he basically, and I sound like one of those guys that's getting scammed right now, and I realize that. But he's just well, not that that guy. Uh, and, he's, and I will say it, it yeah, does raise my eyebrows a little bit. I know. I know. I've, I've, I've had totally this conversation before. So, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I bought him a house. I bought a house from him. We paid seventy for it. Okay. And yeah. he basically used that example. He's like doing it this way by using my crew and you're not paying the turnkey property. You're going to get it for probably 10 to 20 under what you yeah. would pay. Turnkey. He's like, it's fine if you want to keep buying turnkey from me. He said, but this will I mean, I think it's going to let him have 
more freed up cash flow. He needs more cash flow, more okay. capital right now. So instead of getting all tied into that one project, we're going to come in the game, start putting money in early to get the house and then pay for the, the remodeling or the rehab. Gotcha. So, so I know it sounds super sketchy, but I'm not worried about it at all. No, I think it, and, um, it, it does sound unique, but I, I, if you know the guy, you trust the guy, then that's a different story, right? Um, yeah. Are, are, is that the person you would create the LLC for uh, with? Yeah. No, my other business partner, he's a great friend. Uh, he's wanting to get into Section 8. He knows more about tax and accounting and all that stuff that I have no idea about. So he's yeah. going to be a great business partner there. He knows how to get so many properties and change it from LLC and funnel into the S corp and stuff language that I don't speak yet. I don't know yeah. this. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, all right, bro, sure. Let's do it. I'll help you out here and we'll get some properties and we'll scale up. And he's like, okay, you show yeah. me this and show you that and we'll, we'll make it work. So Is he no, a CPA? He's, in, he's in Birmingham too. He's in Birmingham. Okay. That's good. Is he a CPA? No, he's actually a pharmacist, believe it or not. So he's okay. making good money too. So both of us are making good money where we can, put up the capital, you know, like I said, I'm a physical therapist. He's a pharmacist. So we're making good money and that, that's going to be helpful for us for capital purposes. So yeah, uh, we want to, we want to let, that's the reason I asked you about the, the financing because we want to leverage, you know, our sure. money, but if we have to, we'll just slow play it and, yeah. uh, you know, do it another way. We'll make it work, but I just would rather get, you know, three or a year rather than two, you know? Yeah. 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 The, um, the other thing, um, well, I'll jump to that in just a second. The uh, I was cracking on you for for looking sleepy this morning, but I am too. So it's <laughs> hey, I got my co my coffee's empty now, so like I'm ready to ride. I, I haven't had any yet. I've been up since five, and I and I haven't had any yet. So um, the uh, uh, say so this, this is a problem because now I forgot what I was going to ask you. Oh, uh, uh, he's not a CPA. Do you have a CPA currently? I do. Okay. So I, like I said, I I don't know if you remember this, but I used to have three total businesses when I lived in Birmingham, CrossFit gym, physical therapy clinic, and a, uh, yep. my yep. little real estate side gig. So okay. I've got a great one from Dothan. He's a good trusted friend. Uh, okay. and he did all of our taxes for those two things, okay. um, specifically. And so I've already been in contact with him. He's going to be filing our, uh, stuff to get the tax ID number EIN. Okay. So he's going to handle all that once we get the LLC formed and yeah, he's a, he's a smart cat. I may know who that is, but I'll ask you offline. So we don't. <laughs> okay. Um, but on the, you know, there are a couple, uh, you talk about getting two or three houses. There are some, some, um, lenders who will, you get two or three houses done. And instead of lending on the one house, you, they will bundle them together. And then that way you can, so the loan will be to cover multiple homes or multiple properties. Okay. Okay. So that way you're, you're able to leverage, let's just say if you refinance, we'll take the example earlier, if you refinance, you know, you're only going to be able to get 10,000 per property or so. I'm going to use rough numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're able to get 10,000 per prop per door out, well, it's not really worth it to do it for just one door, but right. if you can bundle those in, then you're getting, you know, 30 or 40, whatever the case is uh, out at one time. <clears throat> the trouble with that is, uh, now I haven't done that simply because of this rule is that if you ever decide to sell a home that is in 
underneath that one loan umbrella, so to yeah. speak, then you have to break that loan, right? So it gets a little bit tricky. You have to be very uh, positive on what your exit strategy is. It's either, you know, you're going to sell all three or you're going to mm -hmm. hold them for a really long time. Uh, my understanding is that just gets really, really tricky. Yeah. And uh, being as early as I'm in it in through investing, I didn't want to, cause I've looked at that before and I didn't want to do that because I was like, I don't really know. Yeah. Like I've got two exit strategies, right? And one is, is the property never, <clears throat> never, um, we've succeeded our cash flow or not cash flow, our depreciation for tax purposes. So we've had it for 27 and a half years or, um, the one to 2% rule is now dropped down to a half a percent rule, which means we, it's, it's, you know, gone up tremendously in value and, and rent hasn't kept up with it. So we need to cash out, sell it. Uh, and that sort of thing. So gotcha. Those are only two exit rules I've ever had. Um, and right now we're selling a bunch of stuff and that we haven't had for that long. So, yeah. um, but with with that in mind, because I looked at this too, is to try to bundle some stuff together and then refinance to get more money out under one transaction. And it just, those two things, I was like, I, I just don't know that I want to do that yet. You yeah, because you could have one property that's killing you and you're like, I got to get out of this thing. And then yeah. you're kind of stuck. Okay, yeah. yeah. As far I got as you. I understand. Now, I recommend you talk to some lenders um, and and vet them out and maybe there's something I'm missing. But when I yeah. went, started going down that path, that was enough for to, to scare me away say, I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing that. So you just said something that I, I want to make sure I get to my last most important question. So I don't want to spend too much time here, but you said something that was, you know, your, one of your exit strategies was your appreciation on the house got so high and you're making less than your 1% rule. Yeah. Um, statistically, um, rent wasn't keeping up. What does that number look like? Because right now, I got a property in Homewood. It's cash flowing great. It's about eight hundred, nine hundred dollars after everything. I get twenty wow. twenty twenty one fifty a month, and my mortgage is like eleven ninety seven. So, cash flowing great. Um, yeah. But my appreciation for a Homewood house is like I bought it for one ninety seven. I think it appraised at two forty. Okay. Um, so it's like to me, I'm you know like I said more novice. I like that cash flow because I think that's going to yeah. help me in the future. Um, but at the same time, you know, you could sell that and also get more capital for this right. rental property. So, you know, how do you advise someone like me in, in the situation I'm in trying to get more and more property scale up to me, I view it like an asset, just keep it. It's mine personally. Yeah. You know, it's going to rent every month. It's in Homewood, whether that's a UAB student, a Sanford student or some young professional, it's a young professional and they're now with his fiance. Yeah. Like it's going to rent. Yeah. For a Homewood's long. a great, great place. Right. So um, thoughts on that. yeah. So a <coughs> couple of things, right. So, um, where to start, where to start. Have you, have you looked at doing a HELOC on that property? Uh, I did at one point, but it was to possibly buy another house. Uh, yeah to live in and I was like, ah, interest rates, all that sketch scared me, honestly. So I okay. kind of quit looking into it and we didn't stay in Birmingham, obviously. When we yeah. Here, so right now with the market as hot as it is, you know, home values are definitely going up. Um, I would look at grabbing a HELOC, 
uh, on it now because, you know, with a HELOC, have you ever had a HELOC before? No, and I don't really understand it fully. So. Okay, so basic, it's basically just like a credit card, except you only pay interest on what you use of it. I mean, so it's very similar to a credit card, and there's usually an administrative fee you pay once a year. But let's just say, you know, using the numbers that you provided, I'm going to round up to make it easy for my <laughs> limited math skills. But let's just say your, your home in Homewood's worth um, – 300,000 today, right? Yeah. And you probably have, you bought it for 190? 197. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'm assuming this is how long ago? 2000, beginning January 2017. So it's been okay. two and a half years. Okay, so you, you probably still have uh, 170,000 left on your mortgage unless you pay cash for it, right? Uh, I refinanced it when okay. I when I moved up here because I wanted to get PMI knocked off. It was kind of a dumb decision. I was young, okay. uh, FHA loans, so yeah. I was like, "Screw this!" I viewed it as long term rental, so I refinanced it. Okay. Uh, so, if you look at the difference between the three hundred and whatever you have have left on your mortgage, uh, you can take a HELOC on eighty percent of that, whatever that number is. Okay. Right. So let's just say if easy math you have a loan or mortgage owner for 200,000 that's worth 300,000. There's a hundred thousand left. You could get a HELOC on that 80,000. Gotcha. Or a HELOC in the form of 80,000. Okay. <clears throat> so that property secures that loan, right? That's your collateral, so to speak. So, so and you that is pay monthly payments on that. Only on what you use. Okay. Right. And some, and check out the interest rates cause they're going to vary somewhat, very, very small. Uh, variations in that from bank to bank. So, you know, as far as you looking to have uh, money, matter of fact, I just saw a tweet about right now, and I forget who put it up there, but right now there's more uh, home equity out there than and ever before in history, which I don't know. I don't know if I believe it, but whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, that right there, there's $80,000 of uh, quote unquote cash that you could use as you see fit. So I actually used a HELOC uh, on my home in Birmingham to buy our first uh, rental property in Pensacola. And when I did that, uh, we eventually sold the house in Birmingham, if I'm remembering this correctly. We sold the house in Birmingham. And um, when we sold the house in Birmingham, we paid off our Birmingham house and the HELOC, which you would have to do, right? If you ever sold it. Right. But then that meant we owned, and we did this within about a three or four month span. So once we did that, then that rental house we bought in Pensacola was essentially had no mortgage on it. Gotcha. Right. So, nice. and then, then you talk about really good cash flow numbers. I haven't hit the 800, 900 month, but uh, I'm also not investing in Homewood. So I, I think you got a keeper there. <laughs> it was, it was a live and flip, man. We knocked yeah. out walls. We did so much to the house. So my wife's got a great vision for, for things like that. And it's, I mean, she put so much value into that and the things that we did with remodeling. So highly important to have those women involved, man. Yeah, I'm telling the better you, better half. I mean, it was a bachelor <laughs> pad before that two yeah. roommates paying my mortgage and now I'm uh, yeah, uh, a good yeah. decision. So. But I wouldn't be scared of them. I would look at it as access to cash, right? Okay. Now you want them to watch out. Um, and we can talk some other time about getting over leveraged. 
Okay. Uh, that's just one of the things that I'm concerned about. And the banks, the banks will look at that too, right? So they'll look at, um, uh, are you familiar with DTI? Uh, yes. Well, debt uh, debt to income. Yeah. 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 Okay. So they're, they're going to look at that. Banks vary on their ratio, but most banks want you to land somewhere between 40 and 60% DTI, right? Yeah. So 40 to 60% of, of your debt to income ratio. So think about that when you're, you know, applying for a HELOC or you've got that cash out because that's going to show up on your credit report, um, as outstanding if you have, if you're using it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a, that's an easy way to tap into some cash that you could use. Um, I use them for short term, right? I don't, I don't go in and say, okay, I've got this 80,000. I'm going to use it to buy this property and, and whatnot. I'm, I'm mo mainly going to focus on using it for about six months at the max. Yeah. And then figuring out a way to repay it because usually there are higher interest rates than what you could do. Yeah. But gotcha. it, you could use it as a springboard to, fund some of your deals and then get, the, gotcha. get them refinanced, right? Or actually okay. pull a mortgage on them. Yeah. So, um, hopefully yeah. finding a bank that'll do that <laughs> at a $70,000 house. Like we talked about. Yeah. 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 And they probably will. Right. I mean, they probably at 70,000, you know, you've got to start having those conversations now. I know when, um, Birmingham, I had a lot of, uh, good success with, um, uh, mutual savings credit union. Uh, that's what we were recommended the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I haven't been there in, in, a, in a decade or so. I haven't used them in over a decade. So I would definitely check those, those guys out. Mutual savings. Is that right? Yep. Yep. They're in like Calera, right? Yes. I think the yeah. main branch yeah, yeah. Is, is out that way. Okay. Um, all right. Last question. And uh, just going to be totally transparent with you. Yeah. Um, I, and maybe I'm not, that kind of client or maybe I don't offer that, but I am at some point looking for like more structured coaching. This is great. I love this, but I would like to seek some kind of structure. Um, and like yeah. someone who's definitely, and I know it's like often annoying, like, Oh, you'd be my mentor. Like I'm, I'm totally fine with <laughs> paying it, paying into a, a program. And that's, there's a catch to that question. A I'm wondering if that's anything that you do or your team, or you know, anybody that you would recommend. But B, I'm already also looking this other guy named Michael Burt. I don't know if you've heard of him before. Local here to Murfreesboro. Went to one of his conferences at a church. It was free. Uh, said a lot of things that just were like, that was me. Yeah. Um, and uh, I talk, I've been in talks with him. And uh, it basically, for me and my business partner, it would be about $500 a month. It was $399 per person. But I told him I've got a partner who I would obviously want to get that information to. Um, his opinion, which I'm kind of leaning towards is, you know, Ben, you have a really good system in place. You've done this before. He's like, I think getting a coach in the future is what we need. But right now we need capital. And I agree with that. And my question is, at what point do you get a coach? Obviously a coach can accelerate your business, but when your business is about capital and we're in the, the starting point and we have a team in place, we've got the system in place to do this. Yeah. When do you, when do you pull that trigger and do you offer that within a group? Um, yeah, I'm rambling. So yeah, no, 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 I think I understand your, your question. So, um, or multiple parts of your question. Um, yeah. yes, I do offer coaching. Um, it's a little di bit different. So the pricing was right on as far as, um, what the other guy quoted you, um, because I want to make sure it's worth my time. Right. And it's, yeah. it's one of those things where, you know, 
a lot of times people confuse coaching and mentoring, right? We're mentoring. We're just having a conversation. I'm telling you about my experiences where coaching, you know, you, you should expect somebody's going to come to you and say, okay, here's your drills and activities you've got to accomplish this week. Right. Get to it. be able to hit this goal. Um, think of, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you played sports, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you had a coach. What, what, what sport did you play? Did you play baseball and football? I was going to say the, the basic two, basic three in, in Alabama is usually baseball, football, and basketball. So, yeah. um, but you know, your football coach, he was in the, there with the weight room. He came up with your programs, right? He told you mm-hmm. what you're going to lift uh, for that week. And then he got on the field with you and showed you some things. So, um, Hey everybody, so I want to take a break from the action real quick to introduce you to one of the new affiliates of the show, Everly Well. You can find out more about them at w2capless.com slash affiliates, and that is with an S on the end of affiliates. But Everly Well has 25 plus uh, or so home health test systems, and the way I was introduced to them was through uh, their food sensitivity test. So uh, this is not a food allergy test, but a food sensitivity test, which I understand it's the way that your gastro system processes certain foods and how it reacts to that. So for about the last five years, I've been battling acid reflux, GERD. I've got a second opinion from a general physician. I've got a third from a gastro specialist, which included an upper endoscopy, which if you've had one of those before, you know what kind of a fun process that is. But, um, and they all agreed, hey, you've got GERD, you've got acid reflux, let's subscribe you to this uh, medicine. But the medicine didn't always work. So I knew something else was up. But through the grace of technology and Google, I was uh, stumbled upon um, Everly Well and their home health food sensitivity test. Uh, it takes them about five weeks to process the test once you get, get it back to them. But what that showed me or revealed to me that I actually have a gluten food sensitivity. And since discovering this, I've done a really good job of transforming my diet and being in gluten uh, aware. Uh, I still feel weird asking for, hey, is this a gluten-free or do you have gluten-free uh, items on your menu when we go out to eat? But what I can tell you is that after about a month of, of watching my diet and staying away from this food sensitivity that I now discovered I have through Everly Well, I'm no longer taking or need to take my acid reflux medicine. And I'm also sleeping better at night, which my wife is going to joke that is there any way possible I could sleep better at night? But yes. And being a W2 capitalist, you want to get that full seven to eight hours of sleep at night so you can feel refreshed and ready to go to not only tackle your investment activities, but also to be great at your W-2. So check them out. Check out Everly Well and all of our affiliates at w2capitalist.com slash affiliates. Now let's get back to it. So yes, I do offer that. It is a little different. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say on that? Uh, most people don't need a coach when they think they do need a coach. Right. So, um, I would invite you to join We have the mastermind call, um, the mastermind that I do, the W2 capitalist mastermind, uh, which it, it gives you a chance to tap into people across the country that are in similar spots as you. Right. Mm -hmm. And it is essentially a springboard. I had one guy who's been with us for about six months. Um, and I'd like to say that he graduated, uh, but he's basically moved on to better and bigger and better things, which is the idea of the mastermind, right? Because he has um, uh, 
basically outgrown um, my experience level, right? Because of, of other resources that he's been pulling in and whatnot. Um, so I, I would ask you to look at joining a mastermind first. Uh, they're usually not as expensive as coaching. But again, if, if you know, and you'll get a lot of coaching out of, out of a mastermind too, uh, and also have more than one mentor, right? Mm -hmm. to, to bounce ideas off of, um, you know, so <clears throat> what, um, does that help at yeah, all? Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I want to say, look at, at joining a mastermind and I, I can give you the link to it, to mine. If you want to, it's, it's yeah. very inexpensive to join. Uh, we meet virtually just like this, um, once a week and it rotates on which day and there's, um, there's 20, there's 20 people in the mastermind group. There's usually five or six people on the call every night or every week, should I say. And so um, people are missing here and there. Yeah. Like yeah. People, I mean, you I mean, got a few miss a week or something like that. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, it's, uh, and people get busy too. They come into the program. Uh, usually what I see is people come into the program and they start going through the, the concepts we've, we've adopted from the 12 week year and from other resources and they um, they start getting busy and they start knocking shit out of the park to where, you know, they don't necessarily have time yeah. to, you know, to uh, join the call or, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it's been very fulfilling for me to see those folks grow, you know, so I, I'd be honest with me too. Like if you don't think like right now, just with where I am, from a real estate investor standpoint, it's like, that's not something you think I'm ready for. Please be honest. You will not hurt my feelings. Like oh, from all. a mastermind. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. yeah. So the only, the only criteria for that is that you, you've, you've, um, for the level one, I'm trying to work on a level two to get more experienced investors in. Um, that's going to take some while to develop, but, I, a, I've got to stop having kids because that uh, <laughs> takes. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, it's been challenging this this yeah. first month with three, but um, but no, I think you'll be an excellent candidate for it. I mean, you What's fit the, the criteria. You said uh, you basically have to have done one deal, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not very strict at all. It's twenty. It's I think it's thirty two bucks a month. Okay. And, and it's uh, we do four calls a month right um how long are the calls they're usually an hour hour and a half okay night or morning uh on tuesday nights it's at 8 uh, p.m central and then on sunday mornings at 9 a.m so every other week we'll meet a sunday and then every other uh, week we meet on tuesday nights gotcha just to okay. help with the everybody's schedule but um so the way those calls go is uh we'll skip around the room and everybody will tell, Hey, here's what I got going on this week. Here's what I did last week. Uh, any advice, you know, here's my questions. Um, and then there's a private Facebook group, especially for that, that, um, you'll have access to. And we have a book club for that. One of the main reasons that I read so many books is I'm prepping, you know, those guys. Mm -hmm. So those, um, those come with daily challenges, right? To make sure you're reading the book, which includes, you know, post your experience on this, create a video for this, um, go have an awkward conversation with somebody, you know, it's, it's, or make sure you go and talk to somebody about real estate investing day. It's just those little things that 
you know, cause everybody's usually on Facebook. I mean, you check it probably once a day. Right. Mm -hmm. And so using that tool to see a little pop-up to say, Hey, Oh yeah, I need to go do this today. Um, but you know, so we, it's, um, I don't know. Come check it out, man. Okay. I think, I think you, you would enjoy it for sure. Right, cool. Yeah. So and you answered my question and uh, the other guy, coach Bert with his price is probably not what I need to do right now with I, coaching. You know, I, I haven't focused on that side of my business. Gotcha. Um, quite frankly, I haven't really had the time to put together a program that is streamlined because everybody's situation is different. Yeah. Right. And, and those types of, I don't know. I almost, you know, you're talking, this is going to sound like you were talking about earlier. It sounded kind of sleazy or, or weird, sketchy talking about your, your buddy. The coaching thing sounds a little sketchy too to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And even though I offer it, um, I don't do it. Right. I try to steal people, steer people away from that. Um, because it, it's, I don't know. It, I think there's enough, um, resources out there that yes you can teach yourself right yeah. and the reason i charge for the mastermind is to make sure you're committed but also giving you access to all these folks right who yeah. are in a similar boat to you and there's some administrative um tasks and fees on the back end to make it all work but Man. you know it's 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 minimum cost you know it's not four hundred dollars Gotcha. I know we're over. I want to ask this question too about the mastermind. If, uh, would it be weird or like mess the flow up if myself and my business partner each were in that and like, Not at all. you know, Not obviously we need to pay $32 and $32. I get that. Yeah. yeah. But, um, would that like mess the flow up of us being business partners and doing deals and Not at conversations? All. So, okay, cool. um, currently, uh, there's, there's two or three. So out of the 20 folks that are in there now, Mm -hmm. Uh, there are two or three others, no, four in Pensacola. Yeah. Everybody else is spread across the nation. Right. Okay. And I think Pensacola, cause that's where I'm, I'm located. Gotcha. But yeah, if he, he's in Birmingham, you're in Tennessee. I mean, it's, you know, I try to keep it geographically separate just so we're, you know, one of the, one of the things I struggle with, with our local real estate, group or mastermind is that it's local and if a deal comes on the market then everybody's competing against it right mm -hmm. so how do you go get advice about a potential opportunity yeah don't say the address <laughs> yeah i mean but how do you do that right so yeah. so with this kind of concept and setup you get a little bit more uh it's just a broader spectrum broader brush okay. I've, I've probably learned more out of that group than um than anything else that I've yeah. done. Right? Is there a commitment with that money? No, it's month to month. Okay. My business partner's going to ask that question. I'm a no, that's, to that's fine. <laughs> so, he's a penny, he's a penny pincher to a fault. Hey, like it's, it. it's a good guy yeah. to have in your corner, man. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I know. So, no. uh, it was a hard, uh, hard time to even get him to have a lawyer write our LLC and operating agreement. <laughs> himself. I'm like, bro, it's Dude, 500 it's, bucks. Let's spend it's, the money. It's going to be worth it in the end for sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, I don't want to keep you in. I want to respect your time, obviously seven minutes over. So thank you very much for uh, answering my questions and, and, uh, uh, shoot me a link to the books and the, uh, okay. uh mastermind group. If you don't mind, do you have my, Not email? At all. Uh, I'll get it to you here in a minute. Get it from you here in a minute. Okay, cool. All right. All right, cool. I'll, uh, I'm going to talk to you soon.
I'm in. Thanks. Thanks.